0: Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide, on the web at www.evillawyer'sguide.com, and on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. And yeah, I know I never tweet. And last week I asked you guys to tweet a bunch of stuff to me, and maybe that would influence me to tweet back, and like four of you did it. So I'm assuming that my audience doesn't tweet either. That's fine. Anyway, you can find me most of the time on, I'm on that Facebook, which is at Evil Lawyers Guide. And um, you can also always email me. And I get a lot of emails at com, And there's a link there. You can fill out and send me an email. And you can always find me at 844-EVIL-LAW. today, today, Today is going to be a little different. I had a conversation with someone the other day who's known me for years, and they've heard the show, and they're like, why do you call it the Evil Lawyer's Guide? You're not evil. As a matter of fact, you're a Bible-thumping, church-going, regularly Christian kind of guy, and why do you call it that? And I said, well... Uh, when I came up with the idea years ago and started writing the books, I'm not going to plug them because they're about to come back into print, the whole thing was designed around what would the shiestiest, most evil attorney d- advise someone to do? And having practiced for a long time, I've had my experience with really shiesty, evil lawyers, and sometimes I've been one of them, so it was Kind of uh, the concept was if you found the most evil, meanest, without any morals lawyer on the planet and ask him, how do I, say, get a divorce or screw my business partner over or get out of this crime I committed or whatever, what would his tricks be? And that's most of the show. We've done topics based on that, but today, like I said, it's going to be a little different because my friend and I went on to discuss it and he's like, why can't you be both? And I'm like, well, I am both. And he said, well, yeah, but if I didn't know you and just heard the show, I would think that you weren't both, that you were just one way, that you were just this mean, evil, horrible douchebag. And I'm like, hey, hey, I'm standing here. And he's like, no, seriously, I would just think you were this uh, awful person who probably sacrificed kittens to Satan. And I'm like, dude, there's a kitten over there. And I'm standing here. Obviously. Anyway. So we, we talked some more and I thought I'll do a show on it. And uh, this is going to be the Christian Lawyer's Guide to Life on the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. And I can't say I'm the Christian lawyer and you're not, because if there's any lawyers listening, you probably are. Uh, I go to a a mega church, and actually, I go to two of them. Uh, Not at the same time, you know, but I kind of alternate between two different mega churches in Dallas, Texas, which is the mega church capital of the Western world, as far as I know. If your church only has like 30,000 members, then, you know, it's considered small. But I alternate between two. Mega churches. One of them, uh, a friend of mine calls the Baptodome because it's the size of Jerry World and it's Baptist. And the other one is pretty much the same thing, except for it's in a different part of town. Anyway, in spite of all of my evil lawyer shenanigans, I am a a Christian. And I, I do practice in the way that a Christian would attempt to practice law, and it is not easy. I'll tell you right now, um, if you're going to go into a job or a career where it's difficult to maintain your Christian ideals and be faithful to God, I think lawyer is at the top. I'm not sure. I've I've mulled this over a lot. Is there a career where it would be more difficult to maintain your relationship with God and be a good Christian. And, and I'm talking about legal careers. I'm not talking about drug dealing, hit men, strippers who also hook on the side. I'm talking about careers where you're not breaking the law. Uh, you know, yeah, professional criminal, maybe although I've known some professional criminals who had far, far higher moral standards than most attorneys I know. I've had the joy of representing professional criminals and prostitutes and people who had done some really evil things who actually were very moral, kind, good people underneath that stuff. They were just broken. And I'm not saying that, you know, oh, they were broken, let them go. Let them go because I did a good job, maybe. But what I'm saying is that it's it's within the realm of legalities. I, I, I can't think of a career, email me if you know of a career that's legal that Christians normally undertake because I don't think there's a lot of Christian abortion providers running around out there. Now, maybe there are people who claim to be Christian that provide abortions, and I'm sure that one of you is going to tell me that I'm wrong, and there are thousands of them, but uh, that's between them and God and not them and me. So I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, unless you're that kind of a doctor, uh, I just can't think of a career where it's more difficult to maintain uh, your relationship with the Lord in a conscientious and living manner. You know, we we can all get saved and be like, yeah, I'm a Christian, I'll go do whatever I want. But I would question your salvation if you have that attitude. And I don't want to make this a theological podcast because I'm not equipped to do a theological podcast. I'm not that smart when it comes to theology, but... I do think that grace given can be grace misused, and it makes, I've always kind of wondered if somebody who's like, I can sin all I want because I believe in Jesus, if they really are saved or not. But that's, again, that's between them and God, and you know, the, the person who's about to hit the keyboard warrior mode and start emailing me about judging not lest ye be judged, read the whole chapter. The whole thing about judge not lest ye be judged also says because you're going to get judged by the same way you judge them. So if you're doing the same thing that they're doing and judging them, then you're going to get judged too. So everyone always kind of says that first part and they leave out the second, and that always kind of bugs me because as a Christian, I don't think that I'm forbidden to point out the obvious. You know, if if someone is running naked down the street, I can say, look at that person running naked down the street without catching a judge not lest ye be judged demerit on my Christian card. Although, there are a lot of people who would disagree with me there and would you know, point to other examples like, well, why do you judge this group of people? Why do you think that's wrong? Well, because it says it's wrong in the Bible. And I'm not judging them. I'm just saying the Bible says that you're not supposed to do that. And they're doing that. So they're doing something the Bible says you're not supposed to do. I do a lot of things the Bible says you're not supposed to do. It's not for lack of trying. I think Paul said, uh, mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. And, you know, those of us who uh, try to be practicing Christians, not just, you know, claiming it, but actually doing it, find out, I guess, in a hurry. I'm sure I'm not. Hey, can I use the phrase, I'm preaching to the choir? I'm sure I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, that if you try to be a good person to lead a good life and not sin, it's impossible and you can't do it. I mean, I know the best you can do is your best and ask for assistance from God in those areas where you're weak and know that you're covered by grace when you screw up. Because we screw up all the time. I have a had a pastor one time, Talk about, and you're like, is this the religion show? Yes, it is. A uh, pastor one time talked about how we uh, we sin retail, but we ask for forgiveness wholesale. And he went he went on a whole whole rant about, you know, you, you sin all day long, and you do all this stuff, and then you're like, eh, hey, God, forgive me for my sins, and blah, 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 blah and instead of, you know, itemizing. And uh, that led me to start itemizing when I could. And you know what? I don't care how good you are, and I'm not good by any means. I try to be, I really do, but I'm not. I don't care how good you are. When you start itemizing, when you pray for forgiveness, you're like I'm like, you, all of a sudden you feel like you're worse than a Nazi, you know. And but there's a point to it, I guess. And the point is that once you start itemizing, you you start noticing where your real failings are, and then you can ask for help with working on those. So, yeah, I know you tuned in to hear the evil lawyer and you're hearing this the evil lawyer's Christian side. Um I hope you listen anyway. And um you know, I I'll I'll be looking for the responses on this one uh, because it is something entirely different, but I just kind of felt felt led to say this. I'm not glorifying evil when I call this the evil lawyer's guide. What I'm actually doing, it's kind of satirical is Number one, yeah, telling you guys some tricks, uh, for entertainment purposes only, uh, that you, you wouldn't know unless you were a shyster or had been kind of a shyster or, you know, played out, colored outside the lines, not to the point of violating the law, but there's a whole lot of gray area and that's kind of what the show's based on. And you know what? People need to know that people need to know these tricks and it's important, uh, Somebody recently got into a really sticky situation, and and I'm like, you know, if you'd listened to my show like three weeks before that happened, you would be in a whole lot better position than you're in right now. But, um, you know, they, they didn't, and people don't know a lot of things, and I try to put some uh, entertainment purposes only information in these shows for those of you that uh, may need it. And also... You know, if you don't call 844-Evil-Law, if you call some other attorney and you know some of these things, then you're going to know whether or not the guy's going to take advantage of you gonna you know, screw you around, or whether he's any good, or you maybe know the questions to ask. But back to our topic today, and I'm going to reiterate, you can find me on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide on the web at www.evillawyersguide.com and on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. But back to what I'm talking about today it is difficult to be a Christian and be a lawyer. I'm not saying there aren't a whole bunch of lawyers at my church is because there are. I don't know what they wrestle with. Uh, that's between them and God, unless they want to tell me about it. And I'd almost rather they don't. But it's, it's hard to manipulate the system. And the way I always kind of rationalized it and I don't know whether this is right or wrong is that I was manipulating man's system not God's and someone's guilt or innocence uh, be it criminal or uh, civil liability or you know divorce or whatever was really between them and the Lord and not me and I was doing my best to get them a win now That becomes a big problem when you don't pick your cases properly. I always had some bright line rules. I only took a child molester case if I knew the person was innocent, which means over the years, as many of them as knocked on my metaphorical door, I took one. Maybe someday I'll take another, but I knew that guy didn't do it. And I kept him on my investigator's radar for years after that, and she came back and was like, this, this guy's clean. He he really didn't do it. So we actually got an innocent man out of a world of trouble. Um, but the rest of them that came in, I wouldn't take the cases because I thought they were guilty. Now my drug dealers and prostitutes and gang members and mafiosi kind of guys and all the organized crime people and all that, I didn't care whether they were guilty or not. And I'll tell you why. I feel like those crimes are more victimless in nature. People are going to use drugs. People are going to use whores. People are going to break uh, laws that involve finances and that kind of thing. I'm not talking about stealing. I'm talking about the 3 trillion pages of regulations that everybody labors under. And you probably don't even know half of it. And I did this show about this uh, way back in the beginning, about how you can't even really wake up and get out of bed without breaking a half a dozen laws, both federal and state, and probably local. Um, So, you know, yeah, I I didn't have much problem with those. Um, Through the lens I view things now, as I've gotten closer and closer to God, I'm not really sure where I would come down on some of the cases I've done. I might have said no. I don't know. You know, I'm not perfect. And money is a powerful thing. And when you want to earn a living and you want to earn a big one, uh, sometimes we all sell our souls a little bit. I'm not okaying it. I'm not saying that's terrific. And this isn't my confessional. But that's what happens. So I, I had uh, another friend of mine not too long ago it was like, my my kid wants to be an attorney, and I said uh okay that's sad but um you know it, it can be a good business and he said i want you to talk to him about it and i said so you want me to talk him out of it And he said i don't know whether i want you to talk him out of it or not and i said well you know there's it, it's hard to uh it's hard to be an attorney and be successful and and be right with god it really is i said if your if your kid really has a real desire, you know, a real thing for the law, then it might be a good gig. But if it's more of a, I just wanna make a bunch of dough, there's probably less sinful and easier ways to do that. Now, I've been very fortunate, I've been very blessed and have, you know, I've done pretty well for for myself. And like I said, I've been very blessed. Uh, I, I don't take the credit I can't really do the math in my head on how much I've made off of things that may or may not have been wrong and whether that's a blessing or a curse but it's it's a difficult it's a difficult job to do and be a Christian but I think based on you know my conversation with my buddy the other day what I really wanted to say is that yes the evil lawyer behind the evil lawyers guide is a Christian I'm an active Christian Uh, active not in an active not inactive and I felt like you guys should know that I don't know why but I felt like you guys should know that so next week's show we'll go back to our regular format of trying to make you laugh giving out some trade secrets and tricks and everything else but this week it just didn't feel right Uh, you know I mean we may do some politics next week also because you now, since the West Coast is on fire, we we may talk about that. But for today and for this week, I want you to I want you to think about your soul and where you're going. And if you're not saved, maybe you should look into that. World is a scary place right now. I would hate to have to endure it alone. And by alone, I mean without God. So if you don't know Jesus Christ. Send me an email or call me at 844 Evil Law. Have a great day.